All right, welcome everyone. We are back, conversations with a black girl and a white girl. I am Tiffany and this is... Tita! <laughs> Sorry, hi. She's doing, her, she's doing her techie tech stuff. Um, we took last week off because we needed a break post pre and post election stuff. And um, originally we were gonna come on here and talk about a very specific to turn that off. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> um, we were originally going to um, come on here and talk about an article um, which some of you, if you have been paying attention, may or may not be aware of. And I hope those of you that come on and join us are. And if you're not, that's okay too. Um, there's a lot of conversation taking place around how black women really um, got the voters to the polls and really swayed us, helped sway us mm -hmm. from red um, back to blue. A lot of states um, flipped or nearly flipped. I know here in Texas, we nearly totally flipped to blue. Um, I think, you know, people have different um, uh, ideas and reasons and feelings around why that may take place. Um, one thing that we always talk about on this podcast is that we are not experts in any way, stretch of the imagination. We're not political experts. We are not race and diversity experts. We just come on here to create the conversation that T-Tar and I literally have um, behind the scenes to bring them forward into the front. Um, so you, um, and I'm speaking more to white people here, but um, you um, feel like you can have these conversations, not be afraid to have these conversations, learn from our conversations that you might not otherwise feel like or have people that you can connect with about these conversations and just bring our differences in culture and upbringing and um, even the systems that uphold white privilege, um, whether it's in my native country, Australia or here in America, um, just bring the conversation to the forefront. Uh, raw, real, uh, definitely uncut and untouched, as you will always notice. Um, and then, you know, what we want to do and we're continuing to do is in bringing in the experts and um, interviewing them, having the conversation and everyday women as well. So if you um, are um, an everyday black woman or an everyday white woman and you want to join this conversation and you want to bring your um, viewpoint to it, if you want to ask us questions, like please reach out to us at connect a black girl, a white girl. Um, and we will bring you on the show. The other thing that you can do too is you can email us um, and ask us questions that we will then bring to the show anonymously, anonymously, um, uh, because we want to know what you're thinking. We want to know what you're feeling. We want to know what questions you're hiding behind or you're too afraid to ask or um, that you may not want to feel, you may not feel confident, confident about coming onto the show with. So um, today we just wanted to come on because originally we were going to, that's what I was going to say. Originally we were going to um, specifically talk about this article and conversation that's taking place around how black women and black men, but particularly black women mm -hmm. um, really helped with, with this election, we've got people voting. Um, we've got more women in politics, in Congress, in, in, Parliament, so on and so forth. However, Tita's cousin, um, after we had um, shared the article in our newsletter, which by the way, subscribe, um, 
Let me put she that had in a, the chat. Yeah, we'll put that how to subscribe in the chat. And for those that are listening that won't see the chat, um, you can subscribe at a black girl and white girl conversations. But um, she had an amazing um, point of view around uh, the conversation that's taking place around how black women um, saved us. And now we're going to be um, have a new president. Yay. Um, However, so we're going to bring her on next week. So this week we wanted to talk about like just our, um, how we individually experienced the election pre, during and post, because um, I know for me, I was super anxious about it before. Um, and during there were times where I just had to like shut off the TV, but for the most part, I work from home. Um, it was on in the background and I am not political at all. This is the most interest I've ever taken in any election. When Trump got election elected four years ago, um, I was just blindsided. I thought there's no way that man will get in. And I was on a plane to Australia. And when I landed, I found out that, um, he got elected and Australia was just in uproar. So this election, um, I really took took notice. I watched the debates and so on and so forth. However, when um, it finally got announced, um, I was a bundle of tears, just relief, and then um, actually a lot of grief and a lot of fear took hold because I was like, okay, now the work really begins. And I know, and I'm not going to speak for Tita, but I feel like Tita, your experience. Talk about your experience leading up to it because you were, you were in a totally different, you weren't, you didn't even know what was going on. You watched the last election, but before then you're like, girl, I don't even know. I don't really want to know. Like what was, what was your experience? Yeah. So yeah, I watched the last debate. You mean <laughs> debate, debate, debate. Yeah. debate. Um, yes. Yeah, so I watched the last debate and yeah, you're right. I, prior to the last debate, I, I really wasn't as involved. I already knew who I was voting for and why. And that was the extent of all I could take on energy wise. As most people know, I, I have a medical condition and I'm going through and I'm, you know, been getting treatment. I was getting treatments and during that time. So I only could spend my energy on my health and I'm doing well and I'm feeling much better. So on a path to better health, that's why I have my red lips on today. Yay! Yeah. Uh, yay. Um, so, <laughs> so yes, you're right. I wasn't as um, involved. And honestly, I'm not really that a political head in the first place, right? right? Of course, I want to know enough information to make a decision to be able to have a voice. But the thing is, because of all the folks that just, I don't know what it is, um, you know, they get caught up on their party affiliation. And it's like, if you don't agree with that party affiliation, that's it. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter if you make sense. Like, they're immediately shutting you down, right? They're immediately, like, deciding that, they have no respect for you. They merely are. You're wrong. You're wrong. They're wrong. right. Yeah. So. Which goes both ways, by the way. Yeah, no, that's why I'm yeah. saying party affiliation. Right, I'm not right, even, right. I, that's why I'm saying party affiliation. Cause gotcha. I'm more of a, 
informed voter. So yes, maybe my beliefs or values tend to sway towards more of a party than another party, but I've definitely, I don't just automatically vote because of a specific party, right? Right, right, right. Um, so that's how I'm more of an independent. So I'm definitely independent. Um, so girl, because of what happened in 16 and all that stuff and losing your marbles and getting caught up in the nonsense of people posting things that make no sense and because folks don't know how to tap into their critical thinking. Folks don't know how to go read for themselves. Research. Mm -hmm. Always off of hearsay. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So that's exactly why I did not get as involved. I didn't watch the first debate. And after, from the experiences and from what I saw and what I heard, I am so grateful because, like I said, I didn't have <laughs> a hearing about that. Yeah. And then the second debate, I guess, compared to what the first one was, even though I didn't see, um, wasn't. You know, I watched it, but it actually, honestly, I kind of got bored, right? Because Did you watch the second debate? I thought you only watched the third debate, the final debate. Oh no, because we had a no. We, I watched. We were on a Biden. podcast. Yeah, yeah. We I watched the Biden and the uh, what's his name? OCR. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm seriously. I really did blank on his name. I watched the Biden and the um, <laughs> and the uh, press Trump debate, <laughs> but uh, and then the Harris Harrison Senator Harrison and um, Vice Pence Vice President. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you're right. So I wasn't just involved with it, but prior to the second debate, but once. I watched a second debate of Biden and um, Trump. By that point, I mean, like I said, I already, I already knew what I stand for. I already knew what my beliefs was. I already knew what my value is. So I think I watched just to see what I would hear, to see, just to see if there was something that hasn't been talked about. Like if they were going <laughs> to be able to talk about some no. sort of policy things or whatever. Girl, none of that. It, it was just, again... Nothing was really answered on either nothing. side, I Nobody think. answered. And poor Biden, because I know he has the stutter thing. So if he gets his brain kind of then he will stutter really bad. So he stayed too much on his script. And there was times when I feel like he, a real debate is when you call somebody on their right okay let's talk about the election what was your experience of that you just stopped me in the middle of i'm it. sorry keep going then because what i wanted to say was i feel like a debate is when like i just did you i stopped you from taking me to the next topic because i wasn't finished but i think that a debate is when you basically come back and say that's you either a didn't answer b that sounds like a lie or c where's the evidence in that so uh -huh. there wasn't that. So I think I, after the race question, she asked kind of like, I can't remember exactly what the question was, but she asked both of them uh, what they felt black American parents, like what did they feel about their kids, you know, basically being raised in America, like their fear of their kids, black American, you know, being raised in America. And I know Biden went in to talk about 
he understands like, yeah, you know, telling your sons, oh, don't wear a hoodie, you know, walking down the neighborhood, or if you get pulled over to make sure you put your hands up on the steering wheel so that you're mm-hmm. quote unquote, not threatening quote unquote, you know, the officers. So he was basically being able to share his understanding to the fact of like what conversations black parents have to have with their kids. Okay, so he answered it to the best of his knowledge. Then she went on to Trump and asked him what, and girl, he went on some diatribe about what he's done for black people, what this policy did this, and what this plan's doing that. Didn't even answer the question at all, right? So that, and then I was like, okay, okay, let, okay, she's gonna stop him. And then Biden's gonna be like, you didn't answer the question. Can you answer the question? When he didn't do that, and then they went on to the next topic. I changed it because I'm like, it's not a debate. It's not your nobody's. We already. I mean, I was like, okay, nothing's happening here. I know who I'm voting for in this instance. So I just that was it. So that was the extent of that debate. And what did I think of the election? Was your second question, or did you have something that you wanted to add to what I just said? I well, no, it was about the election. But what I was going to say was that what I remembered. Um, when I was texting you about the election initially, you were like, what? Well, I don't even know what's going on because again, oh, I get yes. it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go on. I yeah, because so that was Tuesday, the election's on Tuesday. So then what had, well, again, I was going through my medical stuff, but I knew the election was happening on Tuesday. So I didn't go on any type of um, social media. I stayed away because again, I didn't want to hear nonsense and non-essential lies and lies and lies so i'm gone no so i didn't i didn't look at the news i didn't peek at one article i didn't anything leslie um was more my go-to i think she might be i think i saw her say hi to us or something leslie was my go-to here and there to get a little bit of um information but this was like day two towards the end of day two yeah so Tuesday, wednesday night i think what i'm hearing is and you can tell me if i'm wrong or not and i'm making assumptions here as well but i would imagine well number one you were exhausted physically exhausted right like not well physically so that that you've got to manage Mm -hmm. but i would also imagine as a black person there's that other level of exhaustion on top of that that probably underlying you were in the protective mode of like i just don't want to deal with all this shit right now because i'm one i'm not well and two i've been dealing with this for my life right mm-hmm. or particularly mm-hmm. even more so in the last four years um that's what i'm making assumptions oh about. i mean yeah definitely i mean that i think that's part of the besides just the physical element i think that's the whole reason why i didn't even really care about watching the first debate you know and then i just decided to watch the second debate just because i did miss the first debate but like i said once that race question couldn't be answered I mean, when not that that's surprising, right? Though no, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. No, not at all. And that's why you know I left. And yeah, Yeah, that's why I was like, 
And that's why I wasn't glued in front of the TV. Because at that juncture, to be honest with you, Tiffany, it's going to, what it was, or what it was is going to be what it was, right? Or what it is is going to be what it is. So I was hoping for the best outcome, for the better good of the nation. And that's, Stacey Abrams, your, the, the quote that we put in our newsletter last week, basically about, it's not about the party affiliation, it's about what can we do for the, for the country? Yeah. yeah, the country, the nation. Mm-hmm. That at that juncture on election night, that's where I stood, anyways. And I was hope, and I and I just prayed that the people, our people, would see that, right? Because you're right. Like I, being black in America, in America is, I mean, it's it's in our face every day. And with this election, it's come very. Uh, real like even more so real right because we're seeing really what america's uh is about um sure we're seeing just the thank you thank you trump thank you trump functions of america and the reality yeah and not even the dysfunctions of like you know we all have stuff right but when it comes to racism, sexism, uh, just the bias and stereotypes, because I mean, let's just call it what it is, because you're not a white American. I'm not saying, you know, not all, but you know what I mean? Like, that's the premise, because if you're not white American, then you're not considered valuable, validated, um, real, important critical and that has definitely come to the forefront and has been definitely mag ooh sorry a bug magnified <laughs> through the last four years and specifically through this um campaign this year i think even like you said if you're not white american if you're not white because i'm white australian and i have more privilege than yeah, the country okay. that you're born in but anyway yeah, you, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. why yeah. but you know what i'm saying because i yeah i know what you're saying in, in america uh <laughs> my other question for you is because again i feel like our experiences were different mm-hmm. similar but different once biden got announced oh, sorry what 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 were your feelings? What was your reaction? What were your thoughts? What were you going through? So what's interesting is I was actually with Leslie. And oh. uh, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, because Tita talks about Leslie almost every episode, <laughs> Leslie has been on our show before. We'll have her on again. She's awesome. She lives in Orlando with, <laughs> not with Tita, but they're very, very good, close, close, close yeah. friends. And Leslie is very well versed on politics. Mm-hmm. she really is she and she's yeah and what's unique about her situation is she's she's black but she was born in toronto so she's canada not, she wasn't mm-hmm. yeah raised as um black american so even though her and i are both black we have drastically different experiences where she hasn't experienced um racism and growing up in america like i have so um that's a different dynamic too but we were together because um She's my, uh, you know, I've been in a bubble and so she's the place I go to, but she also has, you know, uh, a wealth strategist firm. And so we were going over some numbers for me for my business, right? 
And so we were actually working. And then all of a sudden, both our phones just start blowing up. Really? Literally, yes. I didn't know same, that. Blowing uh-huh. up. And so she was like, and she, I remember she was like, wait, what? And then she starts, she's like, wait, Biden's, they declared Biden as president. I said, wait, what? I said, oh, my phone too. Let me see. And I was like, people were texting me and people were texting her. And then we went to like, you know, the AP and stuff. And we're like, oh my gosh, Biden's been declared. <laughs> and we did a photo. Oh, I wish I could show that picture. But we did a photo once we learned. Um, she did like this and I did like that, you know, because it was just like, oh my gosh, so you mean we can actually move forward in a way to where this some of the stuff is going to be hit head on in a way that's going to deconstruct systems so that all of us can just integrate and operate at a in with equality when it comes to our color of our skin when it comes to what gender we are or whatnot right so that is but that's the you know but yes it's going to take work i mean but yeah. but at least we can stop the bleeding because the mm. bleeding stops mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. even though the bleeding stops it doesn't mean that the wound is healed it doesn't mean that the affection might have gone away but the oozing out of all the blood and stuff that was just 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 causing like flow of I like this analogy. Mm-hmm. Keep going with it. I like this analogy. <laughs> so, so that's, that was the first thing in my head was like, okay, this is good because we can stop the bleeding. And now we can figure out how to really heal the wound. So I'm hoping in the four years that we have, right, with Biden and Harrison, even though, no, it's not going to be a, a wound that's going to like um, completely be because it's deep, festy, yeah, pussy, infected, oozing. Exactly. But we can start at least cleaning out those layers of the oozing, deep cuts, right? You know, sometimes I watch things on social media like I think I sent I did send it to you I was watching something on Instagram about a guy and I'm so bad at quoting people so I'm sorry um but it's a guy that goes to went to a Trump rally back in you know 2016 and he was interviewing Trump people um and I watched it because I really there is a side of me that really just wants to try and understand why people act and have these beliefs in the way that they do, right? Like we're all coming through our own lens, like on a, mm-hmm. on a more higher level, spiritual, higher, you know, um, uh, let's just say higher thinking, right? Coming from a place of love rather than judgment and hate and all those sorts of things. Um, I want to think for the most part, people are trying to be, do their best, do their good. Mm-hmm. Do, mm-hmm. right but then i watch things and of course i'm consuming mm-hmm. through my lens but then i watch these people 
that are voting and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm listening to interviews and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to use my critical thinking and I'm trying to understand. And, um, there's just this level of uneducated bias that just keeps coming through. And when I watch the way Trump behaves, he behaves like a child that has not grown up. And, um, I see so much more of that coming to the surface again and again and again. And I imagine when I watch these things and I get so frustrated and so upset and so baffled, like, just like, Oh my God, did they just really say that? Like, did that person really just say that they believe that a woman should never be in president because she's too hormonal. This was coming from a woman at a Trump rally because she will start wars because she's too hormonal. And then the interviewer says, but um, all wars have been started by men. <laughs> right. Like, do you even hear yourself? Cause that makes no sense. This is ongoing. This is this guy that's interviewing right. him in this Trump. Anyway, my point is, when these things happen and I'm astounded by the things that are taking place and what people are saying and how just narrow minded the viewpoints are. Um, and if somebody ever wants to come on and dispute this or have a different point of view about this, I'm not saying I'm right. This is just my lens. So come on and debate me, <laughs> debate me Tita style. Like she was just saying <laughs> with, with, um, with substance but um hey, it's your perspective you don't got to explain it and and at all and justify it and if somebody wants to come with it yeah that's true that's thank fine. you that's true anyway point is when i watch these things and then i put myself in try and put myself try i know i can't but i put myself in your shoes right or my boyfriend's shoes or just you know a person of color's shoes and then i hear it i'm like i don't even know how you get through a day. You learn to definitely uh, become unfortunately resilient in a way to where you just have these, there's, there's the necessary. Um, you filter filter. Yeah. So, but yeah, so, the, but yeah, but yes, there's filters, but I was going to say is you learn how to hear specific, um, uh, inflections and, and words and what's being said to where you're like, okay, I got to pay attention to really that because my life can be, mm. can be in jeopardy versus, okay, that person is straight up ignorant, have his own stuff, fearful of whatever and blaming everything on the black or fearful black because you know what happened in the past and they think we're going to come and just do 100% revolt. Then there's that kind you hear, and then I don't even take I don't even take that in because that's just that's that's non-essential to me because there's people who are ignorant and who are afraid that I believe that that's just where they're gonna stay and they'll just spew. yeah yeah they totally they won't take action. But then there's the kind that unfortunately are just so caught up in their their um, lack of like you said either educated or lack of um, critical thinking, um, and, and brainwashed and doctoring into bias so deep that they can't see beyond anything in front of them. Like they can't look at the greater, um, peripheral view of really what 
is going on, but just all they see is here and all they see there is like, my life is going to be over if we allow anybody but white people to stay superior, right? So yeah. those, those folks that see that and they'll do whatever action-wise to stay there, those are, that's where I would have to kind of pay more attention to. And yes, it's very exhausting. But to your point, I, I learn how to, um, I learn, it's hard to explain, but I, I, I know what's I get nonsense. It. I know what's nonsense, what's just pure ignorance and just doesn't, but it won't, it's not going to, it, it won't be. There's no point yeah, spending your time on it, your yeah, energy yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so. I, I mean, I watched that thing on Instagram the other day. It was, it was last, so it was four years ago. Was this guy was going to a Trump rally, rally, and he was interviewing people at the Trump rally about why they vote for Trump. Basically, let's just dumb it down and put it that way. And the things that they were saying were just so ignorant. Um, yeah. And I was just like, is this really happening right now? Like, are they really, this is what people think out there? Like, it was like this, all of a sudden, I, not all of a sudden, but it was a part of my, I, I woke up, right? And so I storm out of the bedroom. I sent it to you and I sent it to my boyfriend. I storm out of the bedroom. Wait, which one was it? Remember? Because <sighs> now I'm curious what my response was. Oh, you, you said you'll watch it later because it was quite long. I don't even know oh, if you've watched it yet. Okay. But it's basically, it's, it, it, most people will know that know this stuff will know who I'm talking about. It's a guy that goes around and he interviews. He, mm -hmm. He's not a Trump supporter. Let's get that clear. And he goes around and he interviews Trump supporters at Trump events, at right. Trump rallies yeah. and things like that. And he asks them questions like about the impeachment. Like, what do you think about the impeachment? Oh, it, he's, he's innocent. It's not true. Just read the right. script. Right. right. And, and then he'll be like, Oh, have you read the script? No, no, no. I haven't read the script. Oh, right. but you know that the script right. is true. Oh yeah. You have to read the script and then you'll know, but you haven't read the script. Right. Like it's just laughable stuff. Yeah. Like that woman yeah. that was like, Oh no, no woman. Cause Hillary, no woman should be in president. She's too hormonal. And I'm like, you're a woman. And he's like, but yeah, she's, she's been brave. She'll start wars. Right. Mm -hmm. So the thing for me was I had this big realization because I walk out of the bedroom and I say to my boyfriend, Oh my God, I just sent you this thing on Instagram about this guy that goes around and interviews Trump supporters. And, and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. That's been going on for a while. Right. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that, that happens a lot. That's been going on for a while. What dawned on me, right. Was this fact of like, Oh, this is my lens again right? I'm only, mm. for so many years, I've only mm. been privy to the information I consume as a white mm. woman, as a white person, the mm. information that comes on my feed. But now because a lot of my feed, they think I'm a black person and because of the people I follow now, and I'm getting more educated on many different levels, I'm seeing more of what black people see, their mm -hmm. feed, their lens, right? Like, what they're being fed and shown. And, and now all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my God, my eyes are wide open and I want every white person to see through this lens. Right. So I keep having these moments of like, okay, this interview has gone to a Trump rally and he's interviewing his Trump. And I'm just, mm. they're just ignorant. Like you said, like don't waste your time and energy on there. But I was, yeah. I was wasting my time and energy yeah. and I'm like, yeah. Oh, but there's so many of my white friends and I wanted to 
fire it off to every white friend I had. And I did, but not every white friend, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I want everyone to see through this other lens. You know what I mean? And I think, mm-hmm. but how, you know, and I think to, to say that I come back to like, well, how do I do that? Well, this is part of how we do this right through mm-hmm. our podcasts and our conversations and, and bringing you to the table and your experiences. And so people that, again, like I'm, I only see through this lens because of you, because of my boyfriend, because I'm mm-hmm. taking a very concerted, deeper dive into it because of the podcast, because of the journey I've been on since we sat down and had that conversation two years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But not even the nicest, best white people aren't diving in that deep. Well, yeah. And I think there's a couple things to that. And totally to your point, you are, you are starting to see things from a different lens because you do have uh, more black people around you, people of color around you. So you're getting to understand more of um, things that we've been up against and just this, you know, and seeing how this, these oppressive systems are institutionalized, um, you know, racist institutions and different things are playing into this design. So you're getting more of that lens and more of that understanding. But think about, like you said, those folks, though, that they're interviewing, Tiffany, they're not getting Oh, no, right. I know that. I know that. But, like, there's no point even going there. No, but. and, and, and they won't go do it. So in a way, the only way that they can start to get a little bit of that is like, for instance, like I said, stop the bleeding, right? So like, like Biden Harrison going in, right? So mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to have more of, um, like Biden, it's not for, you know, he's looking at his cabinets, right? And, and, and it's making those conservative, conscious decisions of looking at qualified people who are just not white. Yeah, right? yeah. It used to, it used to yeah. And, and a lot of politicians who they know, I mean, look at the current administration. There's certain people in his Trump's cabinet that, are not qualified, but it's just like, oh, that's my buddy. That's who I know. They'll right. do this for me, do that for me. And Biden knows he's being scrutinized and watched heavenly. <laughs> so he is going to ensure yeah. more than not that he's very conscious about who and what he chooses on his cabinet. So when he chooses his cabinet, he is looking outside the traditional just- He's got to walk the talk now, right? Boys yeah, the old boys yeah. club and all that. So we are going to start seeing more women and more people of color in his cabinet. That is how these people you're talking about will start to get mm, some mm, different, even if they want to resist, mm, resist it, they're going to start seeing some things different. They are going to be forced to look at some things differently. Mm, whether mm. they decide to get on board so that they can be more at peace and so that they can understand that the more that you um, have perspective, the more perspective you are, the more that you're able to be um, grounded and, and hearing from multiple, multiple different folks with different backgrounds, different upbringing, the more fruitful you're going to be at the end of the day. I think also like to your point, it's like, 
if you've got a platform, it's really using it, right? Like it's using your voice, which I saw a lot pre-election, like a lot of celebrities coming out and being interviewed by, you know, um, um, uh, uh, by, by Harris and stuff like that. Like these, you know, uh, I think it was Miley Cyrus and, um, yeah, I saw it on Instagram. Um, I saw, I was, I'm sure it was, yeah, it was, it was, um, Kamala and, um, Miley Cyrus had it. Yeah. So like things like that. So I think, yeah, you're right. Sometimes it just feels like such a weight on your shoulders when you want to shift the narrative. And I have to remember that we're all in this together and there's people that have bigger platforms that will continue to make that shift and change. Cause what we're talking about is like deep cultural change in a right in a country that's and affecting is- the whole world so that yeah. you know, there's parts of me that really thank trump you know like it's such a blessing because you know would a, a a a newly elected president bring and talk about systemic racism for right. eight right. years ago right. no right. like it was brought up in the debates like right. the conversation is at the front now right Right. Absolutely. Because of Trump. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, when you think about this is 2020 and, 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 you know, like I said, Biden's looking at his cabinet and I know um, the people, you know, they, they kind of show a broad view of like who could potentially be picked. Girl, I've never seen that many color women, just women, women and color in my life. But like, why is it taking us? I I mean, we shouldn't even be like, Oh my God, I haven't seen, you know, like, come on. Well, you know, also, I was having, I'm knocking things over. (laughs) (laughs) I was having this conversation this morning because we were talking about, um, uh, we were talking about one of the, I can't remember, again, I can't remember her name, but one of the, the, um, not AOC, but another, God, what's her name? Anyway. Um, I was talking about that this morning uh, and I was like about time. And then I thought, you know what, you know, it's about time that more women and more women of color and more black women are, you know, in a position of power to make a difference and influence in, in government. Right. And I was thinking about why, like it's 2020, why has it taken so long? Well, I think it's one um, suppression, right. But two, I think more women are willing and ready. The enough is a fucking enough now. So they're stepping forward. There's more women, Girl, that's more black, black women. Like, period. Right. I'm sorry. I'm just keeping it yeah. real. Women, yes, but no, black people, period. We're like, I, no, I, I mean, I don't. But it's black, back to the conversation we're going to have next week. It's the black yeah, women that are leading right. the way is what I mean. Like yeah. that article oh, that we're talking okay. about, it's black women that are leading the way. It's more black women that are getting in government. Like we're noticing it more. And I think it's mm-hmm. more just because more black women, yes, giving the chance is an opportunity, but there's more of them stepping forward into those positions. Um, yes. I think, and I don't know. No, no, no. I but think. to your point, what's interesting, did I share that old clip? I see Leslie's on. She said a good little thing here. I'll read it in a minute. But that clip, remember about from, I don't know when, I wish I knew back when that clip was done with that black man. Oh, yeah. Remember when I shared it to you? Mm -hmm. And he was like. What's his name? Again, I'm going to look it up. No, that was just the the Facebook guy's name. I don't know who the, the guy's name is, but. That was probably 19, I mean, that was around the mask. Black and white. 
before yeah so i think that was like probably early 60s late 50s it definitely i don't think it was probably we will post that in the show notes too um, because it's so good it could have been before the civil rights so or maybe it wasn't i don't know but my point that i'm making is 50 that was like probably what i'm just saying let's just say it was about 50 years ago right 50 plus years ago you think that long ago maybe Maybe anyway, it's all color. My point is, they're talking about the same thing we're talking about right now in 2020. Like the same struggle that True. was happening then is happening still to this day. And he was talking about, you know, we try to ask, we try to do it this way, we try to show that we want to partner with you. We we're not trying to take over. Yeah. We just want to be able to exist in the same way that you exist in America. But it comes to a point when people get tired. And when you get tired, what happens? You start to take. And he's like, so eventually we'll start taking and we'll start stepping up. And that's when I we were on that one podcast and I was talking about it might have to be a revolt. And, you know, I'm not about violence. I'm not about, like, um, uh, conflict and strife yet sometimes conflict does create those drastic changes and i'm not saying coming at it in a way that's very violent Violent. yeah but it gets to a point then you know what this is how i this is how me tita i can't speak for other black people but what tita is doing differently is she's not dimming her light to make you as a white person feel comfortable I'm not going to dim my personality. I'm not going to dim what I bring to the table. If I use my hands and if you want to go, oh my gosh, are you getting aggressive? That's on you. I don't care anymore. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, to make you feel safe and comfortable. That's not happening anymore because why should it? Why should I dim me as a black person when I have just as much right to this space and to this air because God, now let me go. Now let me start preaching. Okay. And then we can go. I know it's time going, but I got to say, preach, go preach, preach. God, God put me on this earth. God made me exist. Right? So no, I will be who God said I am to be. So if you got a problem with that, Take it to God and you know what he's already, uh, yeah, I'm not God, so I'm not going to say what he's going to tell you, but you take it to him and then you come back and you tell me what he said. I guarantee I probably wouldn't even see you because you probably go running because you hear the truth. But that's my point. So my point is I know I'm here for a reason. I know I'm here for a purpose. And so I'm not dimming my light anymore to make anybody feel comfortable. I'm not going to... when I walk past you in the, um, you know, in the target. store or target mm-hmm. aisle, make sure that my composer is a certain way so you don't look at me like I'm attack you or whatever. And if you reach across, because we talked about this before. Yes, we have. Like, you, know, you reach across me and grab something without acknowledging me, I will say something. I won't be, I won't like, you know, I'm going to be, respectful because that's just who I am. I'm a respectful person, but I will say something. I'm, I'm no longer. So I'm telling you this and people this because you're, you know, we're like, well, how do we start deconstructing 
to, or I call it revolt. This is how I'm revolting is I'm no longer going to dim me because I'm black. I'm no longer going to dim me to make white people feel comfortable. I'm no longer going to dim me in a meeting and, and not say anything because um, I might be suggested as the angry black woman or, or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. Right. I'm going off on tangent now, but we, we got it. You, <laughs> I, I, I like it when you get, like, I like it when you get all fired up and <laughs> so, preachy. Yeah, yeah. That's just how I'm revolting. That's, that's me. I'm no, mm -mm, I'm no more hiding, no more. Mm, yeah, I'm black and I'm she's proud. Claiming. She's I'm claiming. I'm black, 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 and I'm proud, and I will never deny it for anybody to feel any kind of way, especially to make white people feel more comfortable. Because I've had to do it. Yes, people, if you're asking me why she's talking about that, I've had to do that for decades. Not too many decades, because she's young and spunky. <laughs> that red lipstick on. Okay, let's wrap it up. Maybe for an, for another another podcast, we can talk about why God has to be a he, and maybe why God could be a she. But anyway, that's a whole nother. Okay, really quick. Nother... Can I read one comment? That I yeah. Is it, oh yeah, 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 yeah. From Leslie, it says it's a problem when people consume propaganda because we we're talking about right before rally the information. And all that. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So it's a problem when people consume propaganda and think it's truth. Mm. The racists have been seeking out and feeding on this propaganda, propaganda since Obama, Obama won in 08. That is true. We are living with a growing groundswell of people who were underground racists who are now emboldened and empowered by Trump and are proud to vocalize and express their thoughts out loud with their tribe. That is exactly why more of us people of color and I call it a revolt. And again, my revolt doesn't mean violence, folks. So don't get it twisted. Have to do it exactly the same. Like we have to step up because we exist again, because God put us here to exist at the end of the day. Boom. Oh, okay. Demetria said that's a whole sermon. <laughs> yeah. Is Demetria there? Hi, Demetria. As she came on. She's like, that's a whole sermon. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. How can they find right. us? They can find us at blackgirlwhitegirlconversations.com. That is our website. If you go on our website, you can get to our YouTube channel. You can get to our anchor, which will provide you um, our iTunes, Spotify, so you can listen, so you can watch us on YouTube, or you can listen to us. And or if you want to just inter get, interact with us and see different things that we um, share on our IG channel, it's a black girl, a, a black girl, a white girl. And, and oh, go. Sorry. Go. And I was going to say, when you go to our website, though, make sure you subscribe to receive our newsletters. I mean, I, you can call me biased, but I'm going to say, actually, I love what we come up with. I, I love our newsletters. I think they're really good. There's information in there that you don't get on our show. Yeah. So absolutely. the other thing, um, we are really trying to grow our YouTube yes. and we would love it if you subscribed to our YouTube. Um, you have to search for it. 
Uh, you can search for a black girl, a white girl. You can actually search for Tita, Tita's name. Um, because when we get to a hundred subscribers and we're only 20 off, we get our own special little URL. So please subscribe. So we need 20 people to the call to get our, um, YouTube subscriptions or YouTube, I guess our, uh, our what episodes. So you'll know when our episodes, right? Yeah. So. You'll know when yeah. a new, new yeah. episode. So whatever your flavor, whether you're a podcaster, a YouTuber, Instagrammer, just pick your flavor and um, come and join the conversation. We want you in the conversation as well. All right. Over and out. Thank you. And remember next week, we will talk about that, the article on how black, how black women um, forged the charge on this specific election. And we're going to bring in... Uh, my cousin who had such a great, oh, good. I share that with you, great insight on um, that article um, as a black so woman. Good. Yeah, so good. And yes, vanity, vanity URL. That's what we want. We need a vanity URL. So some Demetria just reminded us. Thank you, Demetria. So please do because you like this and you want us to have a vanity URL. We only need 20 more people. Yay. Mm-hmm.